Hey, Brian. Awesome. Wow, this is weird. I don't know what to do. Being on the right or the left or the... Cheers to your cup. Oh, we're, oh, we're going. Right. We're going. Yeah, we cheers. are. Yeah, cheers, Drew. That's right. We're hitting the ground running. We are. So this I heard Wednesday you, morning. I heard you went rifling through my stuff while I was gone. What's mm -mm. up with that, man? I don't know what you're talking about. What's up with that? I was sitting there watching the video while I was eating ice cream in Nashua. And uh, I was watching it and I was just like... Oh. The Amalfi, guys. It's Mediterranean <laughs> olive wood from the Amalfi you know, so, coast. It's not just oh, it's got some wood in there. There's purpose behind there was somebody, these pens. There was somebody commented saying like Brian's probably watching this, be like guys, it's yeah. this. and that's exactly what was happening. Hundred percent. Whoever you like, are, you were right. And then I looked like a crazy person because I was eating ice cream by myself, but, watching a phone, yelling at it. But our ignorance allowed us to do it in you know a relatively short amount of time. Yes, that is true. Because we were just making up our own names and terms it and was, calling things ugly when we probably shouldn't have been. It was entertaining. Hey, you have opinions, and you're allowed to be wrong, so that's fine. Oh, okay. Thrown shade here ah, on a Wednesday. Fine. That's fine. Anyway, not good the to be first back. time won't be the last. Um, yeah, so we've got some <laughs> pens to talk about today. Funny how that works. And it's uh, relevant to it is. the time because yeah. these are launching. <laughs> Is that how you launch? It's a launch. That's how you launch a rocket is, is at a 45 degree angle. Well, this is after it gets out of the stratosphere. Oh, this I is see. This is the more more cinematic part. Okay, yeah, that's fair enough. You know, clearly. Is that technically still the launch when you're in the stratosphere? <laughs> anyway. Drew. Um, Peniter, La Grande Bellezza. Yes, so they have uh, revamped these pens. Uh, they've been much anticipated for some of you. Some of you don't know anything about it, so we wanted to uh, accommodate both and tell you about these pens. There's five colors of this pen. They've had some redesigns from the original, so we're going to talk about that. And then there's brand new nibs that have never before existed on these pens. So we're going to write, write them up, write with them, ink them up, write, and write. All we'll of those things. So let's do that. Awesome. They call them the quill nib. Indeed. Which, you know, that's kind of their theming. They've got the uh, the feathered clip here. The quill clip, if you will. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty neat. It's uh, very smooth. You can lift it um, from your fingertips like that um, so that if you'd like, it can be a kind of a one-handed operation. It's a spring clip, pretty smooth. Yep, spring clip. If you wanted to, um, and it doesn't have any catch on the end, so it's smooth. Right there, so you're not going to. Uh, I know that like really matters to some people. Yeah. It's like what happens at that that point of contact on the clip, or the point of removal when you're pulling it off of fabric. Mm -hmm. You know, depending on whether or not you've got a seam there, is it going to catch or not? And this and one will not. This one will be very, very forgiving and merciful to your clothing. Absolutely. So pulling it off, you see the aforementioned quill nib. Would you like me to lay this down, Andy? Or is yes, this okay? please. So one thing you can spot is the uh, similarities in the textured trim ring on the cap and the textured ring around the grip. And that's one of the changes that happened was the grip itself. So there's that textured part and the shape of the grip is a little bit different. I think the center point of the low point of the grip is a little bit more forward instead of being like exactly in the middle. Like yeah, I think, I think you're right. So it definitely it has like more of a firm kind of stop for your fingers, mm -hmm. which is important because with a shiny metal like this, you, you're, you have a tendency to kind of, you know, slip around and go all over the place. But that texture actually, for me, helps to kind of grip the pen a little bit. Right. And uh, going back to the trim ring on the clip, it says Peniter in beautiful script, and it That's also it says the quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog. 
Stephen Brown should be really happy right about there. that. Shout out to you, Stephen, because right I know that's there. one of your phrases that you oft write with. The next thing we'll be seeing mango chutney written on here. We'll see. That would be the Mark Bacchus edition. It would yeah. be. <laughs> um, so that might, that might be a long time coming on that one. Ah, uh, well, we'll just keep mentioning it until it happens. Yep. All right, and uh, the quill nib itself. So. We've got two really defining uh, notches here put into the sides, kind of low on the nib there, left and right. Looks like kind of a harpoon almost. Yeah, I think, it, or, or like an arrowhead. Looks very cool, can very you sharp. Like that. Uh huh. And Boom. then you can rotate it. There you go. The imprint is really gorgeous too. Nice. And the breather hole is pretty unique as well. I've never seen a breather hole shaped like that. Yeah, I never have either. The, the shape of the breather hole doesn't necessarily make a huge difference. It's more of an aesthetic thing, but it's got that kind of keyhole notch for the mm -hmm. breather hole, which is an, a nice aesthetic thing. I really like the look of this nib. So this is a nib that Dante uh, Del Vecchio designed specifically for Paniter. And uh, it's made by Bach, and then, uh, you know, he, he designed it with them in collaboration. So I think this is the only pen, uh, at least right now, that you'll be able to get this on. They may do it on other Paniters in the future, but we haven't, uh, we haven't been told whether that's the case. And if you look at it, you notice that there's a really sharp taper. The nib's uh, shoulders aren't really wide. They don't flare out a lot and mm -hmm. then come in. It really is thin for a while before you get to the tip, which mm -hmm. gives it some nice bounce, which we'll get to here now-ish. Let's bounce. Um, well, hold on. Do you oh. want to talk about the materials for oh, a second before you bounce, Not Brian. that kind of bounce. Okay. No, no. We'll, we'll bounce later. We've still okay. got things to talk about. Um, so this, while they might look like acrylic it's not well it's a well it's a partly, little bit more it's partly. a little bit more it's, it's acrylic, acrylic with other stuff with in some it. pizzazz yes so uh part of the reason that these are called the gemstone pens is because they have actual stone infused into the resin of these pens so these are a custom designed thing that again dante came up with um so like the malachite for example has actual i mean these all have marble dust in the pen, uh, Dante said around 30% or so is oh. marble dust. Oh yeah. wow, that's more than I thought. Yeah, so it adds some weight, it adds some really interesting patterns and color variation to it uh, that are really nice. And uh, you know, you can, well, you can get a sense of the colors here. Uh, I'm gonna fail to remember all of the color names off the top of my head, but I know um, we have malachite, blue, something or other. Uh, lapis. Lapis. Uh, rhodolite. Uh, yeah, Rod rhodolite, I don't rhodolite. know how to say it, rhodolite. rhodolite. And then and onyx. Uh, I think that's just called uh, is black. No, Ooh, it's it's it's, so, onyx. it's something black. It's a uh, onyx black. What, Rachel? Stone black. Stone black. Stone black. That was it. Rachel yelling from the other room. And then tiger eye. Tiger eye. That's what I was about to say. That's right. Rachel uh, picking up our slack. Her huge. <laughs> that's why we leave the door open so that Rachel can tell us what's Indeed, real. Indeed. Yeah. So. Um, they're really cool, and, and because it's got marble dust in there, it makes it heavier than right. a normal resin would be. So, the pen's got a good weight to it. Yeah, it just feels a little bit more substantial. Yeah. So, let's talk about how these things write, because I know everybody's going to be curious about that. Oh, another cool thing, before we get into that, is they actually lowered the price on it from the initial batch. The initial batch was, what, 636, I think it was? Mm -hmm. And then this one is going to be 396. Oh, wow, really? By the time it gets to us. Our mm. price. It's like 495 MSRP, so not too shabby. I've seen worse. Not often you see improvements on a pen and then the price goes down. So they're coming out strong. I can't tell you I've ever seen that. Okay, well now you have. So now you can't say that you never saw it because you have. I don't like not being able to say things. 
you definitely can struggle with that. Anyway, hey, so I did let's write, write with these things. Did well, you already did. I did. So I did the official nib nook, which for those of you who are curious about the process, I just use a Rodia number 18 pad. And then I've got this special little demarcated uh, guide for myself so that as we scan them in, they're all consistent from one to the other because we've been doing the nib nook for like six plus years now. And um, got to all be consistent. So wrote with the, there's an extra fine. Uh, it's, we're calling it a soft extra fine. Soft fine, soft medium, soft broad, and a 1.3. The broad is actually fairly stub-like as it is, um, just slightly less pronounced than the 1.3. What are you writing with here, Drew? This is the extra fine. Beef nuggets. You got a problem with that? Is that a thing? I've heard of chicken nuggets. It is nuggets, now. I wrote it down. Okay. We didn't talk about the uh, magnetic closures. We didn't. So you just like took the thing apart and just blew, 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 yeah, well, bruised, you know, bruised on by it. We're spreading it out. Um, so not only does it have a cool little uh, magnetic Whoops. twisty thing, well, you can't, can't really see it here. Let's get a patterned one. But when, when, you, when you close it... Wait, hold on. Your gimbal's freaking out. Whoa. It's freaking out. It's freaking out. Here, I'll just do this. Okay. Hey, look, see, here it is. Um, you get this cool little... Watch the... Uh, <gasps> um, Oh no! Wait, wait! Everyone's I'm gonna get seasick. So sorry. Hold on, guys. <laughs> what is going on? There we go. Okay, reset. <laughs> you guys saw that? There right? we go. Was, like, I saw out. that. Okay. It wigged out pretty okay. hard. So All sorry, right. guys. So when you close it, it's a magnetic closure, but it also does this really cool twisty thing. So watch the uh, patterns here. I didn't do that with my fingers. It just kind of did that. This isn't a Ouija board. See how it twists? So then uh, twisting it off and on actually makes it come off a little bit easier. You can just pull it if you want to, but the way it's made, the magnet actually, I, th I think the magnet itself spirals inside of here. That's what does it, right? I don't think so. Brian think doesn't so. think so. I'm pretty sure it's fixed. But like what makes it, That's why the what, spin. what makes it spin though? It's the magnet. So there's, uh, there's the two polarities within the different parts of the cap, of the grip there. Oh, the magnets are in there? Uh, I think it's in both, actually. Oh, I think okay. there's a magnet inside the cap, and mm. there's one right inside the lip. That's why it has to flare out this much, just because gotcha. the magnet. So when the two magnets make contact with each other, they're kind of polarized in such a way that it has to fit in a certain way. Nice. It'll flip itself around and go in the, the correct way. It's a magnetic uh, post as well. Which is also pretty cool. Yeah. So, so anyway. that's kind of neat. Another, yeah, another Dante that. new feature. <laughs> that was the same on the old pen. Mm -hmm. So it's not a new feature particularly. No. So what do you think of the writing experience here, Drew? Because you've written with a pen or two in your day. Yeah, well, the interesting thing is that you get some fun bounce with these things, but not a lot of, uh, I wouldn't consider a lot of line variation. Um, depend, like, based on like how much it's bending, it bends, it bends without opening more than I thought it would. Um, yeah. Which is cool. I, I really appreciate that because I think that uh, the balance is more important than the uh, line variation myself. So, and I'm, I, light, I, I definitely do write with a lighter hand and I just appreciate a little bit more of a comfortable writing experience. Yeah, you can see here as I'm writing with, with basically no pressure, I get kind of a thin line. You know, a normal fine nib, I would say, European nib. And then if I want to press on it a bit, I can about double the line width. It's not anything crazy dramatic. Um, but you can get a little bit. It's more, I think the reason we're calling it soft instead of flex is because, uh, again, it's more about the feel of the pen than it is necessarily the line variation, but you can get a so little bit. So here's a medium, and uh, under no normal strokes, looks like that. And then when I press a little bit, 
I, I get that. So there's really not a whole lot of difference. You're going to yeah. see a whole lot more with the fine and extra fine. Yeah, there's, I don't a, hear. What, what, there's definitely less variation uh, the higher do the, you, big, the, do you the press, broader nib you go. Do you press harder than that? I mean, I don't have to. I can press. Like, like naturally, like when you're when you're flexing, do you put a little bit more oomph into it? I mean, with me, as I'm writing on the downstrokes, I add a little more pressure. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I tend to... You know, but I'll, you know, I've written so many different pens. I'll, I'll play to the nib. Like, you know, it's not like I treat every pen exactly the same. I will cater myself to it. So if I see that I'm pressing really hard, I'll lighten up on it with a nib like this that's got some bounce. And one interesting, interesting thing is that this is one of the first uh, stub nibs that we've had that has some bounce to it. That's absolutely true. And that, I think, has got a lot of people uh, kind of turning their eye toward this brand right now. Indeed. Because that is not something you often see, is a uh, stub nib with a lot of kind of uh, bounce and softness to it. And yeah. here it is right here. And I don't know if you can get it, Andy, from the side, but you can see as Drew's writing. Good luck with this shot. Mm -hmm. We're getting there. There we go. All right. Nice. Uh, okay, go. Okay, so as Drew's writing, you can see write really slow, and you can see that nib is moving. It's moving you know, a couple millimeters uh, up as he's pushing down on the pen. You see, it kind of lifts off the feet a little bit there. So it's kind of thing like if you're pressing it really hard, consistently writing really fast, it's not going to be able to keep up. But, but like, look, you know, standard, <coughs> you know, standard movement. Oh, getting a little skip in there. Standard, and then. With flex, like you're not seeing any line There's variation. There's not, not a lot of line yeah. variation there, but so don't buy it for that. But buy it for the smoothness, the comfortability. Comfortability. I said it again. Why do I say that? The comfort. I'm trying to invent a new word here. I think you just did. I don't like it though. I don't like hearing it come out of my mouth. Well, I don't know what to tell you about that <sighs> because I can't control what comes out of your mouth. Only oh, you can. Thank you. I guess. So one would think. I feel so empowered now. I. It's, <laughs> It's a power no, no, no. that everyone has. What's your biggest control? What's your biggest takeaway from this brand? Uh, for me, I think it's it's uh, indicative of the history so far of Dante at Paniter. He came out with this pen. It was, I mean, he was at the company for like six months and came out with the original Grande Bellezza, which is insane. Yeah. Like most companies take two to three years to develop a pen. He did it in six months. He then sold out of those and launched improvements. So he's not even within his first year resting on any laurels. He's continually right. wanting to improve. Paniter is obviously making a big play, tr true play into the fountain pen world, yeah. which is cool to see. And, I, and from conversations with them, that's where they want to keep going with it. So I think this is a great kind of, I wouldn't call it an introductory pen because it's not the first one they came out with. Right. But this is the first one where it's like, boom, yeah, they really want to be a big player in the fountain pen world. And I think this is going to, is going to excite some people. Yeah, so I feel like what shot. they've offered up until this point has been more or less a, um, a prologue, yeah. and this is the first chapter. I think so. I think this will consider this like the first like true kind of Paniter mm -hmm. pen in the history of what's to come with Paniter with Agreed. Dante. So Agreed. for that for that reason alone, I think it's really interesting. I think the pens are beautiful. I think they write really nicely, really smooth. That bounce is really good, and I think it's going to be interesting to see how it's received in the pen world. So Let us know. Give us give us your feedback in the comments. We'd love to hear what you think. And then if you end up getting one of these, I think we're going to launch them tomorrow. I think is the that's plan. the plan. Is the plan. So that's the plan of the moment. De jour. Uh, like soup. Will, yeah. De jour? De jour soup. That means of the day. S yeah, like soup of the day. Soup de jour. Okay. Okay. All right. What is that? Soup de jour. That's yeah. not that crazy. That's really not, actually. But now that y'all got it, that's, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Hope you all have a great Wednesday. Thanks so much and right on.